I'm recording this and I'm going to put this up on a website for the people who are away. Uh, and I want them to listen and pray for us, just in light of the email that I've sent out. And there are people who uh, regularly listen to my sermons. So if they are listening, they could also pray for this church and for the ministry. Um, last week, I was able to go and meet with this new principal. And it's been a long overdue, that meeting, since last November. We were, I was trying to meet up with her, but it has been postponed, postponed so many times. But finally, by the grace of God, I was able to do that. Uh, she is in a new principle that she came at the time of COVID. So previously, for 10, 12 years that this church was in that building, it was Mrs. Wang. But she retired, and the new lady came, and I just wanted to say hi and see what she was feeling about us coming back into that school, which we would love to go back because not only for the time slot in the morning, which you really cannot get anywhere else, but for the big gym where we could have our young children just run around and all of that. Um, she basically said that she cannot guarantee anything at this time. She wouldn't say either way, uh, either way, uh, whether she is going to, whether she, she will not. And she was just saying at this time she wants to focus on um, rebuilding that facility. They have many um, maintenance projects that they are, are working on. Um, so really that was that. It was a very short meeting uh, that I was just trying to explain that we were here for a long time. And if anything, it would be the new school year, which would be September. But even that, there's no guarantee. So I said, then I will check up on you with you in August to see where you, what you are feeling at that time. But all in all, what that is saying to me is that I've written out that email probably Monday, Tuesday, and I've waited for that meeting to see what she would say. But again, it's up in the air, really. There is no guarantee whatsoever about us going back into that school building. It really, she holds the key, um, uh, the, the janitor. He wants us back, and there's a head general that we don't know, other than Rich, the other, there's another person. They would like for us to come back for many reasons, but if we are in the building, Rich could work on other things that, on that Sunday, Sundays. So it benefits the school, it benefits us, it benefits everyone, but at this point, that's what she said. Um, it could be this, a discouraging news, but all along, I mean, we've been out of that place for more than two years now. So um, that's where we stand. Um, now, let me just give you a few updates on the, the email that I've sent out. I hope all of you who are here today have received that email. If not, basically I was saying, even before I met up with this lady, that with this... Um, Daylight savings, 
we have extra sunlight. And we have noticed that many of you stay behind after service to have some fellowship. So 20 to 30 minutes, people are staying. So why not? There's a church right before us, so we cannot do anything beforehand, before the worship. But after worship, while people have their fellowship, we could restart our Sunday school. And as you could see, we need about three people. Fellowship is fellowship. Um, fellowship is we set it up, and after service, everyone will go downstairs, and as the warm weather is here, you could go outside and have coffee or tea or some snacks outside. That, in and of itself, is an evangelism. It is letting people know there is a community in this place in the afternoon. So even before here in the, in the school building, that's what I was saying, to just take the coffee outside. So, and, and if anybody asks questions, then you could answer the question and so on. So fellowship is fellowship. But Sunday school, I thought about this. There are a couple of classes upstairs if you go there, beautiful classrooms. And even if school said today, this week, that you guys could come back. If you remember our school schedule, during the summer we took a break from Sunday school because there was no AC. So I was thinking about even if she says yes, will I go back during summer when it is so hot, when we were already cutting everything short during that season, that summer season, but we do have an AC. So, um, that, and, and, and here's the thing. Uh, in school, if you haven't experienced that school schedule, we did three Sundays, and last Sunday was potluck Sunday. So we will eat together, and also it gives teachers a break, once a, once a month break. Um, so we are not going back to school, so this is what I am thinking. This is just, I'm sharing my thoughts at this point. Many of you have young children, which automatically says to you, I, I just cannot serve. I mean, I have toddlers, I have young children, and I am this and that. So that I understand. So th this is my suggestion so that you could think about this. I think we should all agree that out of many ministries that we should be doing, most important thing is raising next generation children. God has given us covenant children. They are our mission fields. They are our evangelism fields. And we need to do that first and foremost. A couple of families have indicated that one has already moved away and one was already thinking about moving away. And there could be many reasons for that. But both families told me one of the reasons is that because we do not have Sunday school. That is, for me, very hard to hear. I think pastor's heart is always that we will, I will just do whatever I can to serve you. Even after that, if people decide to move away, then what can you do? But because we cannot provide something that we are able to, and we've been doing for a long time, if that is the cause of that moving away for the families, this breaks my heart. I don't know if you would understand what that feels like. Only pastors understand, not the wives, not the elders, pastors. And that has been weighing upon my heart for a long time. And we've 
seeing some good weather and I was just hoping for this school lady to respond back to me, but it has been postponed so many times. So that's where we are. So maybe this is my suggestion. Um, we will be here for the summer, for the time being. In the meantime, I will be looking around. So you do look around. You ask your old friends, acquaintances, whether if you have any spots available for all your afternoon, I will take it. Because I cannot go up to that lady in, in August and she says, we are not letting you in. So we have to prepare. We pray about that. We pray that we could go back. But at this point, I'm asking all of you who care about this church to start looking around. Uh, for Sunday school, this is what I am thinking. Um, I think one of the stumbling blocks for us to serve as a teacher is that, that does that mean I have to be here every Sunday? Right? Because we, 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 we take a vacation. We go away. Sometimes we get sick. So I think biggest fear is that what if I cannot do this? So it is, it'll be good for you to pair up. If we have another backup, pre-K to kinder, one teacher, one assistant, and just one person. So if you call sick, call in sick, or if you go away for vacation, then there will be someone, elementary and teens too, that if we have just extra person, then, so at this point, what I will ask you to do is, I don't want someone coming up to me and giving me all these plans. At this point, if people could say, you know, I would like to serve, I don't know what in what capacity, and I cannot be here every Sunday, um, but I, I could pair up with someone. So if you just let me know your intentions, what I will do is I will gather those names and figure things out together with those people. So May, I want to start in May. Yes, it's right around the corner. May, June, July. If we do not have any volunteers, it will be pushed back. But August will take a break. Right? So two months, two and a half, three months, four, three months if everything works out. Um, and it is good for us to do this at this time as a kind of a get things ready, getting things ready. Whether we go back to school or not, if we have these things in place, we know who can serve, who can. You know, things have changed. A lot has changed since that COVID. So I know you have willingness. And some of us parents, we are desperate. This is not an option. We have to. If nobody volunteers, I will have to. You will have to. We will have to. So I don't think you should be so scared about, uh, does that mean I have to sign my life away? Uh, But the fact is, even in big churches, it is very difficult for people to get volunteers. I've served a couple of churches that counted more than 1,000 members in my lifetime here in Queens. Even out of that 1,000 people, there'll be only 20, 30, 40 people who will volunteer to be a Sunday school teacher because it takes up so much of your time and energy. But if you grew up in church, if you know what it means to be a struggling teenager in the church, in a church, small church, then maybe God will move you in your heart that maybe I cannot teach every Sunday, but I could serve once a month. Is that okay? Yeah, you let me know. Then we'll have few uh, rotating people and we plug it in. 
And what are we going to teach? Um, before the, uh, the uh, family left, she left us with the whole Sunday school material. It's in my garage. So there is that for young people. For teenagers, this is what I am thinking. We will have to teach our children straight from the Bible. We could review a book. We could buy these materials. But I want our children, our teenage people who, you know, who, who are growing to open up a Bible and read passage, and you don't have to come up with something new. We need a community. We don't need extra teaching, lectures, and things like that. We simply need a community. And people move away from our church because we do not have that sufficient community groups for that age group. Um, so for teenage group, what I would suggest is to be a sermon-based small group. That's what, that's what I am looking for. Not a another teaching. Teaching. Well, you listen to my sermon, and I hope you understand what I'm saying if you are a little older than, uh, you know, seven-year-olds and eight-year-olds. If you are able to understand what I am saying every Sunday, all it takes is a willing adult who loves them to gather here after service to ask questions. How are you doing? What's going on in your life? Did you understand Pastor Sam's sermon? And, And why don't we open it up, and why don't we pray about this? For 20 to 30 minutes, I think we can. We've been learning about the book of Philippians and that participation in the gospel, in the fellowship, in the suffering of Christ. This is the time. You have an opportunity to do And many of you have been serving this church. That's, that's how we came thus far. But uh, I would like to Restart these ministries, and it means that you 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 cannot hide. <laughs> it's a small church, so I know your name. You know you know us. In a mega church, you could hide behind that big pews and things like that. But maybe as we do that, God will bless this ministry. Who knows? If you don't, simple fact is like our church is like a candle. Candle trying to stand in hurricane wind. That's how I feel. It's so, it's so fragile. So there's no tomorrow for me. And you should feel that way too. Uh, And I hope that God will give you that grace. By the grace of God, I am what I am, Paul said. And I've labored more than all these. But not I, but the grace of God that is with me. May we write that kind of testimony in our church life. So that's where we are. That's the update. Some, some of the things that I'm thinking. So do let me know that you want to serve in some capacity. So that's all I need at this time. And we'll arrange it. And we'll take one step at a time. So that's the update. And I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to uh, preach from God's Word.
Let's pray.